Welcome to Paradox Walk Podcast, specializing in paranormal activity, UFOs, cryptids, strange glitch in the matrix activity, the supernatural, anything completely out of the ordinary. Today's episode, we have a few stories of uh, mermaids and strange things in the ocean. Seems to be a difference between sirens and mermaids. Some of the best stories come from the ocean and the water. Anyway, the first story here we're going to get into um, from a lady who her grandpa was a police officer. Let's let's just read what, what they say in the story here. Quote, my grandfather was a police officer. He told us the story many times without adding or removing any details for years. Even his friend had the exact same story. He got a call while patrolling near the beach. The call was about needing more people to go check on a ship that didn't respond for almost three or four days. Eight people volunteered, Grandpa, four of his friends, and two Coast Guard. It was supposed to be a two or three hour sail, but it took them almost five hours just to see the ship. The weather was strangely calm, with no wind, no waves, just the sound of their boat engine. When they reached the ship, it was dead silence. They honk, etc. No response. It was 2 a.m. when they successfully got on the ship. They searched the boat, but didn't find anyone in it. 30 minutes later, they heard what they describe as like metal screeching. They ran inside and closed the door. All of them heard something hit the door so hard that it left a dent. It was singing outside the door for hours until it decided to stop. My grandfather heard the sound of splashing. They waited a couple couple more hours to get out of the room, and they checked. The time was only 3 a.m., At that time, there was no light-up watch or digital watch, and the ship didn't have any lights turned on, so they were in the dark with only their flashlights. All of them were still shocked about the time because they knew it was a lot longer than 30 minutes when they were hiding. Half of them wanted to go back, including my grandpa, but the Coast Guard guys warned them. They needed to stay until sunrise. It doesn't matter if it takes how many hours... Is that supposed to say, it doesn't matter how many hours it takes? I don't know, it's written kind of weird. It doesn't matter if it takes how many hours because they're in their world dimension now. I guess the the sirens or the mermaids or whatever. I guess it'd be sirens because they were singing. I don't know, do mermaids do that? So they continue the search with no light. Only use it when you feel like nothing is watching us. They found the crew hours later hiding in the cafeteria section. After that, they heard more singing and more voices singing outside the door. It was surrounding them outside. All the crew and my grandpa's friends just started praying until they passed out. When my grandpa woke up, it was already sunrise when they left. My grandfather had to submit the details of the mission, so he did. My grandfather's boss called him up and they talked. They knew something like this might happen. They just prayed that they were wrong. So... I don't. I haven't looked much into the differences between mermaids and sirens. I guess um, there's like, I don't know if it's in the Bible, but there's like, I don't know if it's Apocrypha or I think it's the Book of Enoch or whatever. Maybe somebody can correct me in the comments where this was. But supposedly sirens, the ones that like sing and hypnotize a guy to bring a ship over to him or jump in the water or whatever. Supposedly those came from the women that, I get what's the word, like mated or whatever with the fallen angels to create giants it was like one of their punishments was they became they had to be like turned into sirens or something like that my late this is another story my late father was a merchant marine 
He always said storms at sea would generate waves the size of walls, 50 plus feet at times. But even when your ship is climbing a water wall that huge, that isn't the scariest thing to encounter. He always said the unidentifiable creatures that would surface that would surface after the storms finished were the most horrific things you'll ever encounter. His most bizarre memory was that of the waters going still after the monster storm, and his ship was surrounded by glowing eyes. Whatever they were, they just showed the top of their heads, hair, and eyes. Nose, mouth, teeth, etc. remained underwater as they passed by. Man, that's freaky stuff. This story is, uh, I think this guy was from Madrid. I don't know if there's a Madrid, Mexico, or Madrid, Spain, but he was saying that he he was from there. He was like a city kid, and the family took him to Peninsula, Yucatan, one of the places around Cos- Cozumel. Uh, we went on a boat trip to see the dolphins, eat, etc. Since we didn't spot any, the adults decided to go to go deep and fish. As a city kid, I was pumped every time I got a chance to dip myself in the ocean. The deeper, the better. Used to love that adrenaline rush from not knowing what's below, so I did. I was there for a while since the adults were hanging out and they hadn't set their fishing rods up yet. So just hanging around and snorkeling, being amazed by the depths and the unknown. I was constantly hearing ping slash screech-like sounds. And I thought it was just the boat or some ocean noises. Like, as a kid, I didn't coherently analyze the situation. At one point, if this sounds crazy, something grabbed my right calf. It grabbed it and let it go pretty fast. But that didn't feel like a fish at all. Not that I've been grabbed by any fish in my life, but I could tell it apart. It felt like a hand, 100%. It did not pull me down or anything. It just grabbed my calf firmly and let go. What trips me to this day is that I clearly felt a thumb. It felt like any hand that grabbed my calf, but with a rubber texture, like the ones on a bike. You know, like the, I think he's talking about like the, the handle grips on a bike. I got out of the water so fast I didn't even need the stairs. So, yeah. Growing up, I heard about how vicious mermaids are. My mom told me a story when she was a teen swimming in her hometown in Haiti. A mermaid tried to pull her under. She fought for her life to get free, and then she swam back to the beach. There was a shipwreck in my province called by bad, caused by bad weather. Seven survived, six died, and seven still missing. One survivor, a fisherman, said that while swimming and trying to search for land, they heard weird singing. He said he recognized what was happening, and he knew that they should swim the opposite way. He said more could have survived if they just followed him instead of the sound. It's crazy. Later on, somebody asked him, what was the shipwreck? And she said, Molly Mono. Now, in Spanish, that means bad monkey? Mm -hmm. I remember when I was young, our neighbor, she was an old woman, she always told us stories about mermaids in their village at the lake. She said that sometimes they would see a mermaid mother breastfeeding their babies while singing. I still don't think that old woman in her 80s could have lied to us. I was walking around the harbor at night, Victoria, British Columbia. My group and I were by these floating houses, and I decided to stand on the edge of the dock to peer into the water. The next thing, I got this awful feeling like I'm being hunted. Trusting my gut, I walked further back until I was in the middle of the dock. 
As my group and I were walking around, something was slapping the boards underneath my feet. And my classmates thought it was funny because I was jumpy and jittery, but I kid you not, we were in the harbor and the water was stagnant. There was no waves whatsoever. That eerie feeling followed us back to the hotel where I proceeded to lock every door and window, including the door to our balcony. I can still remember how I felt in that moment and the sound of wet hands slapping the boards underneath my feet as I walked. There was one. I didn't find it again. Let me see if I can find this. So the story, it's a real short one. I couldn't find it again. But it was a, it was a guy says he worked on an oil rig. And one day they were on the, like the deck where you look over the, you know, a lot of these oil rigs are on the, just in the water. Him and some coworkers were, there was a, a log with like seaweed and stuff just floating by. And his coworker started going crazy saying that, he has to jump in the ocean because that's his daughter his daughter's drowning and he had to and it was the log you know he was like when the thing was floating away he's like that's my daughter she's drowning and like the guy telling the story was thinking like they all had to grab him and hold him hold him um so evidently he thought that the guy telling the story thinks it has something to do with either a siren or a mermaid trying to trick the guy into jumping in but they had to hold him back so a lot of these are like if you if you go to YouTube and type in like mermaid sighting or something like that. It's like the the videos aren't that amazing, and it's you know, the first one you're gonna get is that fisherman. He looks really young, and you know there's some noises or like that doesn't that ain't the thing. I like to read what people say about like reality um, and what they've heard. And one was a guy. He said, like, in his younger days, he, you know, got into some trouble. He got put into jail or prison. And he said one of the one of the inmates was a real chill guy that never got in any trouble, real, like, you know, just wanted to do his time and be left alone. He's like, this guy was from Haiti. And the guy from Haiti, and one day he kind of turned to him, and I guess they were talking about out-of-the-ordinary stuff. He says, what, do you believe in mermaids? And, you know, the guy telling the story said, oh, of course not. And the, and the guy from Haiti was like, if you know the right people and you can pay them in Haiti, they'll take you on a tour where you can see actual mermaids. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, they'll they'll get you on a boat and you'll go through like a tunnel in the ocean or in the island. I guess they know where to go and navigate. And they said that there's just a whole layer of them, that they are, they're in the cave. And he says, uh, you can't go close to the edge of the boat because they'll come and pull you in i don't know what <laughs> what do you think of that but there's also stories of like these high level like gangsters and stuff of like mexico and stuff and um not only mermaids but uh chupacabras i don't know if you call them pets but they're like imprisoned and like some of these gangsters have these chupacabras one of the stories i heard is one of the guys got bit and the place where he got bit was so poisoned and uh, like, he almost had to, like, lose part of his leg. Like, it got all, like, gangrened and stuff. Um, I don't know. Just what I've heard. So, this last one here will be, I think it's India. So, it's written in a little, because I don't think English is his language. So, I'm going to try to read it as good as I can. Um, he was in the uh, south part of India. I think the beach is called Uvari, but I can't really tell because it, it's the kind of chopped up. It was not a tourist spot before... 2009 and there wasn't that big of a crowd just a few people use it for fishing and it was about eight miles away from town and 
the kids would go and collect sticks and like for firewood and things like that. Me and my grandmother went out to collect sticks and we saw three mermaids. They absolutely looked like they had a human face and hands, but they had a fish tail. And behind their ear was a thing like a, like a, I think he's describing a gill. He, he doesn't know the word, I don't think. He says, uh, we clearly saw that, thought it was just village people. And then I run towards them shouting, but that's my shock is that the three of them jump into the ocean and they're swimming away. And then only me and my grandmother realized that it was mermaids. Um, and then we hurried back to tell my grandfather. He said he shared his story about he saw mermaids two times in his childhood. Now the place was undertaken by the government. And it's really bad, like garbage everywhere. But I saw the mermaid. Yeah, I was going to add some uh, some writings about magnetism and electricity, but maybe next episode we'll get into a little bit about Edward Leed Scalinen. Um, he built the Coral Castle in, in Florida. Very interesting. And, and I have his writings. I was going to kind of read some passages of that. So next episode, check it out. So I'd like to thank everybody for checking out the podcast. Uh, my Patreon is patreon.com slash paradoxwalk. The music is Downbeat 88. The opening track is called The Dark. The ending track, the outro, is called Moment of Peace. You can check out my podcast on YouTube, BitChute, and the streaming services Spotify, all the major streaming services. So, all right. Thanks, everybody, for checking out. Have a good day. Bye.